offseason and he gets hurt. Top three. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. I think he's top two. I think he's better than Josh Allen at this moment. I, I would take I Burrow over Allen right now. I yeah, would. 100%. I would. Why? Where are you put him at? I'd probably put him like three or four. Nah. What are you saying? What, what are you saying? <laughs> Alright, welcome back to episode 23 of the Tipsy Tailgate Podcast, Tipsy Tailgate Media. Follow us on all socials at Tipsy Tailgate Media, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of them above. Um, live show this Sunday at Dickerman's Ale House in Hamden, Connecticut. Be there, uh, come join us and watch us watch football, talk mm-hmm. football, all that. Um, with that said, I'm Aiden. I am Ben. I'm Chris. And I'm Jason. The yep. fans have called. They've asked. I returned. I'm back. The one-time thing has now become a two-time thing. Maybe it, it will and, stay at a two-time. But it'll thing. stay at. Two. It will stay at maybe two. three times. It no. Nope. No, you'll nope. stay at two. Um, the fact that our first time back in studio is with Jason is just a rough disgusting. Start to the semester <laughs> makes me want to throw up. Rough start to the semester. Just awful. So let's get straight into it. We've got NFL conference games right now this Sunday. Very exciting. Good slate. We got Sunday, the 3 p.m. game is the 49ers-Eagles. Eagles are now three-point favorites. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Bengals-Chiefs at 6.30 on Sunday. The Chiefs have what started as underdogs. Right. They're now one-point favorites and basically a pick em. Right. So where are we standing? Let's go 49ers-Eagles game first. What do you think? Uh, so I'm going to go with the Niners uh, as I've been taking the Niners to win the Super Bowl all year. I'm going to stick with it. Um, with that said, if there's a game that Purdy's going to fall apart, as you were saying yesterday, Aiden, it'll be in Philadelphia. They get a couple sacks on him early, maybe a fumble, something like that. Yeah. The crowd's in a frenzy. Uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting game, but I think the 49ers defense is going to be good enough to slow down any type of momentum that Philly gets. So I'm going to go with the Niners to win this game. It's going to be a sloppy one, though. Okay, so I have, um, I have a couple thoughts here. So, one... Eagles had the best pass rush in the entire league this year, uh, most sacks. All right. Now I know they lost Josh Sweat to injury; he's out for the season. But if any team's going to make Purdy uncomfortable, like I said, mm-hmm. it's going to be the Eagles. Right. Um, the other thing is the 49ers' biggest weakness, and I talked about that on the video on the channel. That their biggest weakness right now is their secondary uh, deep balls. Mm-hmm. Deep balls. They allow deep balls at uh, the most rate. Basically, whatever they do good. This is their one flaw. Mm-hmm. So, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, those are the two guys that, you know, maybe the two best receivers left in this playoffs in terms of going over top, maybe besides Jamar Chase. I'd take Jamar Chase. Yeah, 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 maybe, I would yeah Jamar. besides Jamar Chase. But I'd take probably those ahead of anyone else other than Jamar Chase. And these two can – they've been lighting it up all year. I think it's time they take another stand. You know, Jalen Hurts having a phenomenal year. My In my opinion – Second MVP, uh, MVP runner-up to Mahomes, and uh, I would go with Burrow, but I, I respect the Hurts pick. Yeah, I mean, I just think we knew this from Burrow, and Hurts kind of just came out of nowhere. Right. But I, uh, I agree, and I think so. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Eagles minus three is a little too much. I don't think they should be three-point favorites. Yeah. Um, and like I 
talked about before. I've been riding the Eagles all season since my offseason prediction about how I think they're going to, one, be a two-roll uh, two team mm-hmm. and Jalen Hurts is going to be an MVP candidate. Both have come true, and I hope that they make it there. So I'm going Eagles. I, uh, I'm not taking them uh, with the three points, though. What about you? What do you do, think? Do you want to give him a little introduction? Yeah, so this is this is Chris. Uh, he's big big Raiders fan, and we've wanted him on the pod for a while. He came on the um, live show the last at Dickman's. Live show at Dick's. Yes, and uh, he's back for a full episode now. So yeah, thank you guys for having me. Of course, um, of course. So I think the Niners. Both teams are legit. Um, I think the Niners' defense is kind of too overpowering, and I think that honestly, Purdy can get it done. The guys. Mm-hmm. He's been getting it done. Just get the ball he to his playmakers. Was he eight and zero now? Eight and zero. Yeah. Get uh, just get the ball to his playmakers. Um, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. It's going to be a back and forth game. I think, and I think it's going to be like a, a field goal is going to decide it. So yeah, I I agree. I, I think there it's going to be a really close game. I think everyone can agree on that. And the other thing is, so you've got Purdy and all the weapons around, but it's not like the Eagles don't have their own weapons. You know, Goddard has been great this year. Back from injury, uh, Sanders has had a phenomenal year. Hertz is just as much of a playmaker with the ball in his hands as right. much as it is with his right. feet. And and then you got, like I said, Devonta Smith, um, AJ Brown. You got uh, Kenneth Gainwell, who had I think two touchdowns last game. Like they have all the pieces to keep up with the 49ers. I think me personally, I think these are the two best rosters in the entire league. Mm-hmm. I think these definitely are the two best up there. Being you you definitely have a case there. To me, Aiden, this game is going to come down to whatever offense turns the ball over for a point, whether it's a scoop and score, a pick six, something like that. I think there's going to be a turnover late in this game that will decide uh, uh, this game, similar to uh, the Colts Saints Super Bowl, where Peyton threw that pick six at the end of the game, kind of mm-hmm. sealing it for the Saints. I think we're going to see something like that either way in this game, but as I'm taking the Niners, so I'm going to go with the Niners getting that pick six at the end of the game, but it's going to be a, a real tight battle the whole way yeah. for sure. So what do you think? What what do you what do you think is going to happen in this game? Who wins? Personally, I'm going to go with the Eagles. This Eagles team reminds me a little bit of the one. Hammer the Niners. Jason just took <laughs> you. Hammer the Niners. Fade them. No, fade them. You don't fade me. But <laughs> this team gives me a little bit like the old Eagles vibes, even though they don't have their uh, their backup Gardner Minshew leading the charge. <laughs> if, listen, I'm, this Eagles team reminds me of that other Eagles team. They're hungry. Don't let dreams and nightmares come on pregame. It's over. But. Purdy, he looked a little, like, unsettled in his first two playoff games, which he's an undrafted he, rookie. Yeah, and he and throughout the game he settled in. Um, but I do I do agree, at least for the first game against the Seahawks, he started off a little shaky. Um, but that's the other thing. Like, No, he re- was brutal in the first yeah, half of that game. He looked awful. Ha- I don't think but, he's going to have the time that he did in those two games yeah. to figure himself out and get comfortable like he did not like, the first two. Well, I think – I mean, I, th- I don't know if I agree with that. I think the Niners' defense is good enough to give him that time. So, I think the Eagles' offense is better than the two teams that he's facing. They're not going to so, get the chance. Okay, I, so, I, I agree with that, but I think yeah. the Niners' defense might be good enough to nullify how good well, the Eagles are on offense. So, well, I, th- I think the Eagles are a better team than the Cowboys this year, okay? Oh, 100%. And 100%. the Cowboys basically stayed in it for most of the game right. besides two Dak giveaways right. and um, – you know, lackluster coaching, whatever you want to call it, just the team just did not fully perform right. as good as they did. And even that, the game was close. Um, With that being said, though, Aiden, do you think that the Niners' game plan might have been let Dak Prescott lose? lose the it game could have been a, yeah. a very Belichickian well, way of playing the game. 
let Prescott lose it rather than we go out and win it. Yeah, well, I also think that the Cowboys um, are a little bit similar of a roster to the way the Eagles are built, where they, if the run game's working, the rest of the game, the rest of the offense works. If uh, their quarterback can move a little bit, mm-hmm. the offense gets gets unlocked. If the defense makes a turno- turnover, then this team is really in a good right. position to win. Right now, they lost nineteen to twelve, but that's a closer game than you'd think. Now you get the Eagles coming into town, um, coming to play them. It's actually in Philly, in Philly, and I think it's a perfect storm here for the Eagles. Um, I don't think that there's a far and away winner, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, we put a poll on the Instagram, and I'm pretty sure it's split 50-50, 25 votes, 25 votes on uh, both teams. But um, I think the Niners' experience is also going to be a huge factor in this game. That This is a team that's been to what? Now three of the last five NFC championships. Agreed, and that's that's another thing. But I also think that... Obviously, Purdy hasn't been there, but still. like yeah. The rest of this core of this roster, and Shanahan, obviously, in a Super Bowl as an OC, what, two years before that? Yeah. So Shanahan, well, he's got to win a Super Bowl at some point. He's, been, he's yeah. been right in the mix for so long that he has to be due to get one. Well, do you think that there's some advantage to Sirianni not really having too much um, experience, playoff experience with that? And kind of coming in blind, do you think there's an advantage? I'm to that? sure there's a little bit of he's not. Shanahan might be a little overwhelmed by the moment at this point since he's been there so many times and he understands it. Like Shanahan might have too much experience to your point, exactly. To where he kind of overthinks the whole situation, it, yeah. But and as a play caller, that might be a problem. I, I but I would agree with you if Shanahan hadn't already over. He's already overly coached games, like the Falcons is a. A yes. perfect example. He yeah. overcoached the game. Yes. Overplay called the game and blew it. I think if he went more of the Sean McVay route in his first Super Bowl where he undercoached the game and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Didn't you sometimes stick to the basics. Do, right, yeah. right. Do Don't do too much. He then. didn't do enough mm-hmm. is really what McVay did. I think Shanahan's gone the other way. So I think Shanahan's been in a good spot where now he has to simplify and yeah. simplify. So I, I – I think the Niners are in a good position to get this done this week. Okay. Um, so let's move on to the next game. Chiefs, Bengals. Chiefs are now one-point favorites. Um, here's my quick two cents on it. So I think the the Chiefs have the second-best pass rush and QB pressures behind the Eagles, and the Bengals' O-line is, you know, it's depleted. Every Basically, what, three starters three are out? Three out of the five starters are out. Exactly. And then the ones that are remaining are... The worst of the starters. Yeah, basically. So, So, with that said, it's kind of a perfect storm in in it being pass rush is there. Then you got guys like Frank Clark. You got guys like Chris Jones, who's been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Carl Loftus, the rookie. I mean, they have pass rushers that can get up in Burrow's face and make him throw it quick. Now, I think that makes this game a little bit closer and more of a, you know, we want it to be a slugfest, deep ball, deep ball, deep ball. Right. But if they're in their face, if they're in Burrow's face, it'll be a little bit tougher to do so. You also won't be able to run the ball with Mixon. That's yeah. a, that's another factor. Yes. Um, I also Chiefs have lost three uh, three straight games to the Bengals. I mean, I don't see them losing a, four. As a guy, as a coach, as highly touted as Andy Reid, if you lose four straight, dude, like you got to figure it out. He oh. has to have something up his sleeve. A QB as highly touted as highly touted as Patrick Mahomes, the best in the league. He's due. He's due to beat this team. I agree. Yeah, you can't, can't lose four straight. I agree. Unless his ankle is that 
well, fucked up. That is a so that's that's like the one thing. It his ankle has to be bad. It has to be bad. You do not get a high ankle sprain and two weeks and uh, and not miss at least a week or two weeks, um, and then just play and be fine. Like the fact right. that he's just playing right away after. It has to be bad. If and this wasn't know, the AFC Championship, he would not be playing yeah, this. Game. I don't know what they're shooting him up with, but he walked out of that presser like perfectly fine. He, he walked better than I walked out of the presser. Like I can't like walk like I have more of a limp than he had, and yeah. I am not even hurt. Right. I don't know how he did it. Right. He must be like a magician. But I mean, <laughs> we him. have seen time to time. He's he is literally Houdini. That guy's nuts. So he, but he has to be hurting. He is not a hundred percent. With that said, I do think the Chiefs win. I think they break the streak through uh, over through own three against the Bengals right now, and I think they get the job done. I think it's a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl, as I predicted from what week three. So I'm yeah. riding with it. Yeah, I, I so I'm gonna go with what I've been predicting all year. I'm gonna go with Chiefs Niners rematch, uh, in the Super Bowl. I just I as you guys just said, I don't see Mahomes and Reed, and Kelsey for that fact, losing to this team four times in a row. Yeah, four times in a row. Like the the Chiefs are way too good of a team, and have way too many good players. Uh, they have one of the greatest coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. They are way too good to lose to this team four times in a row, regardless of how good I think Cincinnati is. And I think Cincinnati's phenomenal. I think they're a great, great team. team. Uh, Joe Burrow's top three quarterback in it's, the league. It's right honestly now. he a, is insane. It's unfortunate that they oh, go out, they build an O line in the off season, what? and he gets hurt. Top three. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. I think he's top two. I think he's better than Josh Allen at this moment. I, I would take I Burrow over Allen right now. I yeah, would. 100%. I would. Why? Where are you put him at? I'd probably put him like three or four. The, the, oh, what are you saying? What, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, all right. But as I was just saying, I don't see them losing this many times uh, to the Bengals. Um, so I'm going to go with them. I think Kittle – or not Kittle, Kelsey. I think Kelsey's going to have a day. He's uh, so on good. Sunday. I think he's going to have an absolute day and okay. um, at he's, least two touchdowns for Kelsey. I believe he's close to passing Edelman as the second most receiving yards in playoff history. Oh, my God. Uh, he just moved into third place, I believe. Do you think that – where do you rank him all-time tight ends, and do you think he's going to finish as the greatest? No, he'll never pass Gronk because Gronk at his peak is one of the most dominant football players I've ever seen in my life. I think Kelsey's already passed Gonzalez. I would say that. Because Gonzalez never translated to wins. You could argue that Kelsey, even with Reed, even with Mahomes, even with Tyreek Hurley, you could argue that Kelsey is the heartbeat of what this uh, Kansas City team is. I was saying this yeah, to you last week. Yeah. Honestly, it's it sounds like a hot take. Kelsey might be a better football player than Patrick Mahomes. And I know that sounds insane. Kelsey's insane, dude. He's, He's insane. And people forget, too, like, he was a big reason why this team was successful when they had Alex Smith. Like, I wouldn't necessarily so. say that Patrick Mahomes isn't. I think Patrick Mahomes is better than Travis Kelsey. But it's definitely more of a debate than it seems at face value. When you yeah. really look at it, I think it's a lot closer than people would say. I think, I think in terms of peak and as high as they've gotten, nobody's going to surpass what Gronk did at the tight end position. I agree. But... I am getting closer and closer to coming to the idea that he's been so good, so healthy all these years, so consistent that eventually, you know, two, three more years like this, one, two more Super Bowls, I'm giving him, I, I might have to give him the tight end throne. Over I, I will say, I don't think he'll ever be a greater tight end than Gronk. Like peak. But Mahomes and Kelsey are probably a better duo than Tom and Gronk were. 
Just I, the way they play, the way they yeah. can read each other, the chemistry I mean, that they have. What, what, 14 receptions last week? Something like that. Like, yeah. And I think five of them did come from Chad Henney, right? Yeah. Henney, <laughs> <So, laughs> I mean, let's go. Henney played well. He did. He did play well. He did. He's a good backup. <laughs> Chad Henney, baby. Um, So you have your prediction, and what do you got? I'm going with the Bengals. I think that Mahomes is ba- well, Mahomes is banged up. I think if you find a way to kind of contain Kelsey, you're not going to be able to stop him completely, but contain him a little bit. And if you pressure Mahomes, I think the Bengals have this one. You can't really move much. As yeah. We saw, if you right. him outside of the pocket, I don't think it'll go too well for them, but I think it'll be a close game and probably to come down to one stop, whoever's going to get it. But I think the Bengals are going to win it. Yeah, I so I completely agree with, like you said, he can't. he's not going to be able to run. He might be able to quarterback in the pocket great, even with that ankle, but he's not going to be able to run. Everyone knows that. Right. The Both teams, the fans, everyone knows. So, like you said, they get up to him. They pressure him at the feet um, in front, through the middle. If they could generate that pressure, then he's not going to be able to run around and do a circus act. Um, and if he does, he's putting himself at risk of re-injuring. So... This um, might have to be, it's gonna be interesting. the best play-calling performance Andy Reid's ever have with yeah. that with that ankle on Mahomes. So agreed. I mean, I, I I think it would be insanely impressive for the Chiefs to win, but I'm still gonna stick with them to win. I just don't see them losing four times in a row. I mean, like imagine Bill doing that, losing four times yeah. in a row to like the it's Steelers. A major hit to your legacy. Major hit. Um, what do you think? What do you have? Who do you who wins? I got the Chiefs. I mean, I'm a huge Mahomes fan. I'm I'm stunned that Jason took. Oh the Chiefs. no way! I'm stunned. I mean, I've no also way. I've also been saying Chiefs anyway. Eagles. <laughs> when I did come on the pod, I did say Chiefs. You did say that. I did say that. So I'm sticking to my take, and I think this kind of reminds me of like a huge le- not only legacy game for Mahomes if he beats the Bengals and goes to another Super Bowl, but if he's doing this with a high ankle sprain. This would this might be the best game? win of his career so far. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the Super Bowl obviously the best well, yeah. win. This this would be a, a this would be a legacy, legacy uh, type yeah. of game. Yeah. play. Reminds me a little bit of Willis Reed coming out of the tunnel in Madison Square Garden and winning that Knicks championship. Yeah, all right. I go all the way back to the seventies. <laughs> but yeah, also, that's way back then. If, Rocky was in theaters when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Pacheco's been playing very well too. I don't know if that that run he had the other day. He saw some green on the ground and so Rutgers off. alum. If he could have another game like that, and. I mean, I think I think well, it's going to be close, but I think the Chiefs don't lose. So going into that, um, I I could see where you're going with this. I have as my two favorite bets for it, uh, Jarek McKinnon anytime touchdown. I also sprinkled first touchdown, um, and then Kelsey anytime. I also sprinkled two touchdowns. So those are my two guys. Look out for them in a big game. I would dare to say, the daunted words, it's a lock. Jarek McKinnon will score a touchdown anytime. I said it. It's gonna happen. I could just see this getting mean. I could just see this getting mean. Lock is aggressive. Very aggressive. Um, but that is my play. And with that said, I do want to go into what the fans were saying. Um, commenting on our Instagram. Follow us at Tipsy Tailgate Media. You got it right here. Cop some merch. Um, this is what we got. So we have two predictions. One. Max Peruda, thank you for commenting. <laughs> it was always Jalen's year, he said. So he's got the Eagles. Um, and then we've got Kelly Duffy, big fan of the pod, great kid. Mahomes isn't going 0-4 against Burrow. 49ers D is too much to handle. It's too much for the Eagles to handle. I agree with both statements. Um, and then we have the polls. Bengals, 66%. think the Bengals are going to win to 34%. And then... 
it's not a split anymore. Eagles, 53% on the Eagles, 47 on the 49ers. So that is what the fans think. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in for a great, great week of football. Uh, and I'm excited to see what yeah. happens. Yeah, I think both games go down to the wire. I don't think mm. either of these will be a blowout in any sense. Um, yeah. I think they're both just absolute dogfight battles. Um, I would I would even say I think these are – we finally got in the last four the four best teams remaining. I agree. I don't think Easily. there's any flukes. Easily. I think yeah. these are the four best teams. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I think the Bills that. are probably the fifth. I, I don't think that they're even one of the well, top who did the Who did the, the Chiefs – have a run game. That's who did the Chiefs downfall. beat – do you remember who the Chiefs beat to go to the Super Bowl when they played the Bucks? Do you remember that AFC Championship? Because I remember that was Tampa and Green Bay, so that was a great. They're Green Bay. That was a great game. They beat the Bills. I think it was. The Bills. Was it the Bills? I think it was. It, was the Bills. it might have been okay, the first that, time that they beat the Bills. Then that, that, yeah. Stephon Diggs is still. So this is probably the first time since then that we've had legitimately the four best teams mm-hmm. in the league playing in a Championship Weekend. Um, you want to know who isn't one of the four best teams? The Buffalo Bills. Or one of the four best quarterbacks? Josh Allen? Dak Prescott. Oh. <laughs> Almost. Ooh. Almost. Oh. Uh, poor Dak. I want to go into Dak. I want to go into Dak because I had this whole monologue on the podcast. Go check it out. Two months ago, I believe. I went out and I said, Dak, I'm not sure if he's the guy. You know, we were talking about Cooper Rush. I'm not saying Cooper Rush is the guy, but I was saying everything that Cooper Rush brought to the Cowboys by making mistake-free, turnover-free football is exactly what Mahomes is not doing. Mahomes, I mean, I'm sorry, not Mahomes. Mahomes. Prescott. <laughs> Mahomes. I wish they had Mahomes. Uh, Dak is Dak is playing turnover. Uh, you know, it, all of his plays, turnover, turnover, turnover. But, yes, he can make the bigger play. And, yes, he can make the better wins than a guy like Cooper Rush could. But my argument was basically, when is it Dak's time to really go out there and put the team on his back? And carry it because this is a really good roster. This is a top three defense this year. This offense is great. CD Lamb is officially a superstar. The way he played, especially down this down the stretch here. Uh, Tony Pollard is legit. Zeke is old and broke his fat. leg. <laughs> broke his leg in the yes, middle of the game, and he got which hurt. killed them. Tony Pollard uh, fibula, I think. Yeah, they couldn't move the ball once Pollard got out. And but that's what I'm saying. So like, at some point you got to put the blame on Dak. I might have went too early, but. Right after that, every week since, I think he had a streak of, what, seven games throwing a pick? Right. I think he led the league in interceptions, if not Josh Allen. He was might second have in the over. league in picks, but he only played 12 games. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. So he... Like, if he played all all the games, I think he would have thrown, like, 23 picks this year. Uh-huh. So basically, everything that I was saying might have been too early, but it came even more to, to uh, fruition after I said it. Yeah. So, um, Dak... Here's the thing. I don't think he is the guy, but I don't think you move off him because where? what are your options right now? There's not right, many. Right. So, you know what I think they do? You have to fire McCarthy. You have to get him Sean Payton. And if that doesn't happen, which it basically is confirmed by Jerry Jones, it's not happening. Right. And that McCarthy's saying, the same thing will happen next year. Mark my words. I think it'll Mark be my worse. Words. I think, or worse. I think or worse. worse. Why would it get better? He's making – I've watched – I watched – Three or four different uh, analysts say he's making the same mistakes that a second-year quarterback in the league makes going into his third year. Or well, I mean, but he wasn't making those mistakes last year when he threw 37 touchdowns to 10 picks. So that's the thing. So I think it's possible that back? something happened with Dak this year that shook his confidence and he broke a little bit this year. I think he could bounce back. I, I did hear. I would. 
He he did break up with his, his girlfriend before the season. But he has a new girlfriend. Did you see that? He's a bounce back girlfriend. So maybe they're maybe. calling her like the Walmart Livy Dunn. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> maybe that's see that? all, all of his time's going. He's not watching film. He's well, doing something else. All I know is all these turnovers, bro. I like, think it's possible that. Of course, you're gonna lose your girl. Turn the ball over like that. Did you see the Cowboys Twitter post? Yeah, that was that was disrespectful. Him. That was like, disrespectful. You don't you don't tweet. I don't care so how bad. badly he performed throughout the season. You don't tweet that. From the team's account, the Jets never did anything about Zach Wilson. Yeah, fire that social media manager. Yeah, no, that's actually that's that's pretty bad. If I'm Ready? Dak Prescott, I'm pissed about that about that tweet. You want to hear the tweet? It's loading up right now. Um, <laughs> Quinnipiac Wi-Fi, everyone. Very bad. Okay, ready? Dak Prescott gave the ball away twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup <laughs> the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't generate self self inflicted wounds. <laughs> They basically said That's like so our quarterback sucks. They, and we lost they literally of said our quarterback fucking blows. <laughs> blame him, and he's the reason why. All, okay, so all I'm so gonna say. Think, what do you think about that? All I'm gonna say about Dak is, I don't think I don't think anyone who knows anything about football has ever looked at Dak Prescott and said, "This is like a top five quarterback. He's in the same league as like." A Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers, a Joe know, Burrow, a Pat Mahomes. Listen to some Cowboys fans out there. I'm saying people who know about football. Oh, so not so Cowboys. no Cowboys. So not Cowboys fans, no Cowboys. obviously. Um, I think everyone's had a good understanding of who Dak Prescott is as a quarterback. He's literally Tony Romo. Mm-hmm. They're like the same guy. So, I mean, if you look at him through the proper lens, he wouldn't be getting as much shit. As he does, like it's also the contract. Why are you blaming a guy for not being what you want him to be when you know he's not that? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I think I think a lot of people thought he would be more, and then now they're realizing he isn't more. He's what we probably thought we were gonna get, right? As but like, for a, what a fourth round pick is that? Dak Prescott's fault that he is what he should be? No, but I would say that that. For his circumstances, the team he's on, yes, it's a lot of pressure, but they have a lot a lot of money well, and if contract. He, if he wasn't the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, which obviously it comes along with it, you're the quarterback of America's team, you're going to catch all the shit. Yeah. If he was a quarterback of, let's say, the Seahawks, no one would be giving him shit right now. Well, exactly. No so, one would care. And I give him credit. He handles the media well with the Cowboys. He handles that all well, and that's impressive, but... He has the weapons. He has everything around him to the point where if they're not going to get rid of the coach. What's I mean, I change? still think that getting rid of Amari Cooper was stupid. It was because then they were looking for another receiver. Because then they were like, oh, wait, now we so need another receiver. Yes, yeah, so, but like, I don't know. I don't think it did right. help CD, he ha- though. He has the talent over there, though. So you can see, I mean, yeah, he's getting the hate because he sh- that team should be 10 times better than they are. And honestly, I think he should be better than he's playing. Like, he's a good quarterback, yeah. I think. He just makes way too many mistakes, and there's and there's that defense is way too good over there. He has the Tony Pollard, um, C.D. Lamb, exactly. Schultz. Schultz has been good. They got a great team over there, and he's just making too many mistakes. They're I think, uh huh, I agree, but I think that something happened in terms of like confidence. Uh, maybe his injury was still lingering or whatever. Something happened where he broke a little bit this year. I think he will bounce back. Um, and that's to be seen. It doesn't seem like McCarthy's getting fired, though. So I don't really know what else could change. I mean, Schultz is a free agent. Isn't Pollard's a free agent. Yeah. Coming off an injury. You've got, you got to find a way to get rid of Zeke. 
Yeah, you, you he's just, the worst. Anything left in the tank. <laughs> yeah, he's. Yeah. He, gets his, he scores, but he's. Scoring and yeah, his yeah. his stats are so inf- so overinflated. It's Pol- literally it's like Pollard. Jerome Bettis. You just pounded yeah. at the one yard line. Pollard takes him like, eighty yards on like two catches and like three great runs. No, I and think they like, pull him. That is so disrespectful. Like, so if disrespectful. you go down the whole field and then your team doesn't yeah. reward you with a touchdown, like that's bullshit. Like, and they're, they're you do all the work and then you give it to Zeke. They're doing it so that they they look they can justify the contract. It makes no sense. Yeah, they really. Are they calling Zeke the short the short yardage back? Yeah, he's like the is that the what they is that back. like his his title on the Cowboys now? Short, short yardage, yardage back. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. Can you imagine Zeke? <laughs> short That's so bad. Um, but I do. I want to talk about Daniel Jones because I feel like it's you know we wanted this year to feel out. This will decide if Daniel Jones is the guy or not. Looks like the guy for the majority of the year. Looks great. Has one bad game at the end. They get bounced against the Eagles. Now, where do we stand on him? Because me personally, I think this is what the Giants' plan should be. I think the Giants go up to Daniel Jones. I think they tell him, look, you'll never have another coaching experience or team that rallies around you like this ever again. You cannot. You will not sign anywhere else where a guy like Dable, who had Josh Allen, who's Probably the closest thing to what Daniel Jones is physically. Right. You'll never have that again, and you should stay a little bit team-friendly deal. Now, you sign him to a three- to four-year deal. You don't break the bank. I understand you're going to have to give him money. It's a quarterback. I'd give him, like, 25. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to pay him. Now, you go you go out, you grab a wide receiver one, okay, and you draft a guy to be wide receiver three, two, whatever, hopefully he hits. Is Saquon included in this plan? Now, yours. Well, so my whole thing this year was that Saquon shouldn't be re-signed because I'm just against the second contract right. running back. Now, the Giants made it farther than I thought this year, and they look like a legit – they're playing like a legit football team. Now, who knows if it all falls apart next year. I doubt it. I think in this situation where Daniel Jones really proved that he has a chance to be a solid starter in this mm-hmm. league, yeah, you should. You should bring back Saquon. Yeah. And – now it's getting a little iffy because he said, I don't want to reset the market. I don't want to break the bank. They offer him like $8 million. He's like, nah, man. Like, I want CMC numbers, which is like $16 million. So, like, he doesn't want to reset the market, but he wants to be, like, right next to the market. Right. So, like, you're going to pay him a lot. You're going to probably pay Daniel Jones a lot. And if you get a wide receiver one, you're going to have to pay him a lot as well. And then Kenny Galladay is, like, the worst contract in football. Kenny Galladay blows. What so do you do a trade for a guy like uh, DeAndre Hopkins, though. For that's what I'm saying. Well, he's going to the Patriots. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You get him a number. You get him wide receiver number one. You draft him another wide receiver, maybe a tight end. Whatever. Well, isn't it is. T Higgins available or going to be available on the trade market? No, I've, I've seen that. Really? Because they can't. They're not going to be able to sign him. him. That guy's a beast. It's possible. He's insane. He's Go get him then. That's that's a great guy to get. But I think you do that. You keep him in the Dable system because he's not going to be better anywhere else. No. And you see and you hope that he takes the Jalen Hurts jump from. A solid quarterback, that iffy passer, right. to proving that he's a good passer. He could throw yeah. the ball. He could be a good quarterback. So yeah, I'm, that's my plan. I agree. I just I don't see the point in moving off of Daniel Jones right now. I mean, who are you gonna get that's better? Like the, at the only moment? the only thing that I could see being worth it is if Lamar leaves Baltimore, and you can get Lamar to be the yeah. quarterback of the Giants. The other thing is. Daniel Jones is loved. Everyone loves him. In right. New York, the locker room, they rallied around right. him. It's going to be tough to just bring a new guy in unless, of Well, it has it to be like, it's kind of like, Lamar. Oh, this is going to be a really disrespectful comparison. Like, really oh disrespectful. 
But, like, fans in Denver love Tim Tebow, right? So, like, you had to replace Tim Tebow with a legend. You go get Peyton Manning. Obviously, it's a very different situation because Daniel Jones is actually a pretty good quarterback Mm. and Tebow blew. But, I mean, it's kind of like that. Like, the team responds to him. (laughs) The fans respond to him. Um, No Tebow slander over here. Tebow sucks. (laughs) He sucks. He's a great guy. I could throw better with my left foot than he could with his left hand. Um, <laughs> well, I understand what you're saying. Right, like you, you have to replace him with a quarterback who's that good for yeah. the team to buy in. Um, and then I want to talk on really quickly the what you thought we were talking about originally, the Bills mm-hmm. and their meltdown. I right. think – now this is going to be a little way too early of a prediction here. I think that the Bills – I was telling you this last night. I think that the Bills take a major step back. Not only are they – um, screwed with the scal- salary cap. They are in trouble with their salary cap. They are projected to be, I think, ten to fifteen million over already. With mm-hmm. that's with the new um, CBA, new contract, uh, the raise, the raising of the salary cap. That's with that included. So now they have to pay Jordan Poyer, uh, Terrell Edmonds. Those are two key defensive players. Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. Sorry, Tremaine Edmonds. They have to. I don't think Poyer stays. They well, that's what I'm saying. They so what? They lose both of them. They're still I mean, pinched with the salary cap. Who do they improve on? Uh, Diggs and Allen both take major jumps in their contract this year. Mm-hmm. Who one? They're gonna lose one or two of those guys. Who do they bring in that replaces them? And then if they do replace them, what makes it seem like they're gonna be better than they were last year? I think they take a major step back. Well, step back. I also, think the Bills might miss the playoffs next. Another year. element to this is what Stephon Diggs is. Uh, status with the Bills, yeah. Like, what was that? He, goes, he was, yeah. He was either freaking out at the. Di- was it confirmed whether he was freaking out the coordinator, uh, the QB coach, or Allen? Like, was that confirmed who he was yelling at? I think they'll be all right though, over there. I mean, yeah, it's the heat of the moment. He was, he was angry. I yeah. think it was Allen though that he was screaming at. But it's the guy. He wanted the ball and stuff. Right. So. I'm not against. I'm not against that. Diggs did the same thing in Minnesota. He's just a very passionate football yeah, player, as he said. He, I'm not, he said after now, that, I'm, I'm not happy. Luke, I'm against. I'm against. Yeah, exactly. I'm against diva receivers, but in a game of that magnitude, I mean, he listen, should be man, getting the ball more. The poor guy's been standing I'm, watching the Chiefs win for three years. I don't. I don't care if you're a diva receiver. I really don't. I love Randy Moss. I thought To was the man. Stephon Diggs is a diva receiver. He's officially a diva receiver now. Mm. Dude, the way he's been behaving, I'm not even saying it's like a negative thing, but like. He is like I love OBJ. I think OBJ's the man. Stefan Diggs is officially a diva receiver. I don't care what the score is, you can't show up your quarterback like that. On the sideline in a playoff game? Like I the I, under, I understand. I agree. So I, I understand. I, I don't like I diva receivers. But like at at the same point, like he could see Josh Allen is like struggling and he's like, yo, like just get me the ball and yeah. like I'll help you out. But like Allen's doing all this stuff and he's turning the ball over more now and no, but I, I I do agree with your I premise that I think they're regressing. I, I think agree. the Bills are regressing. I, I, I don't think I see them missing the playoffs. I could see them hovering around like ten and seven. Not necessarily well, out of the playoffs. Well let me say But the AFC East yes. is going to be far better next year yes. than it was this year. Okay, Especially so say the Jets get Rodgers. No, that's what I'm saying. Like Jets, Jets get Rodgers, which we'll touch the, on in a second. The Pats are at least 10 wins now with Bill O'Brien. Pat, yeah, Pats with Bill O'Brien like, is definitely they're a They're going to be a good team again. new improved the Dolphins, team. The Dolphins, are, the Dolphins are a good team. If the Dolphins get Brady. If the Dolphins <laughs> get Brady, they are a conference championship team. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. Now, you got the Rodgers thing potentially to the Jets. You've got the Bills again, and then you've got um, the Patriots with Bill O'Brien. 
There's one last thing I want to say about the Bills. Like, I completely agree they're going to regress. And the main issue with them, every season they've made the playoffs and lost, they don't have a run game. Their running back is their quarterback. Yeah. And but it I, doesn't work. I know, but I part. But it's also it's in the scheme because James Cook was averaging, like, five and a half yards a carry all year. And yeah. they wouldn't give him the ball yeah. more than, like, seven carries a game. And then Singletary even played decent this year. But they don't, like... Like if you're gonna want to build a run game, it's not gonna happen in eight carries. It's gonna you're gonna take fifteen to twenty carries to actually build a run game, and it's you, the I think it's the scheme. You also raised a good point yesterday. You were saying I'm not rooting for injury, obviously, but if you keep using Josh Allen like this, he's going to get hurt. Exactly. And everyone said that Cam Newton yeah. will never get hurt. He got hurt. <laughs> like it, yeah. it, it's gonna happen. It's so not that he's due for an injury, yeah. but it's more so that you're putting it in a position to get injured. Yeah, you're not helping him out. Anyway. Right. Exactly. exactly. Um. So I think we all kind of agree on the Bills being a little bit. No, I I think they will regress a bit, and I I like McDermott as a coach a lot. I think he is a very good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you just said, you're paying all these guys. You can't keep all the pieces on your defense, which is supposed to be your biggest. Uh, yeah. Your secondary was one of their biggest assets last year, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you're also paying Von Miller all that money. Yeah. Um, Who knows if he comes back like, the same to me, as older now. To me, that so. contract was only worth it this year. For the season. And it's then he gets hurt. Though, no? It's a six-year deal. What? Is it all guaranteed? I, I don't know. For a guy like his age, I'm sure it was. Good, I'm sure most of it was. Portion, yeah. Yeah. Was. That was a... That was a we have a two year window to get it done kind of yeah. deal, and then he gets hurt yeah. the first year. They weren't that, planning on it. That's they, a, Brandon Bean, their their GM, was not planning on spending any money, and then last second he was like, "Screw it, we're going for Vaughn." Right, and then six year deal, he probably regrets it right now. Listen, if Vaughn Miller's healthy, they could still be playing right now. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think the Bills missed. The, missed I think the Bills missed the playoffs this year. I think they missed the playoffs. If they missed the playoffs, oh, I think they missed the playoffs. It says $45 million guaranteed. Yeah. How yeah, many it's years? Really like, it's, it's a six-year deal. Uh, yeah, so yeah. it's team-friendly. They're not going to keep it for all six. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be like another one, um, two, and then... So then yeah. the last two things I want to touch on, the last two things I want to touch on, like we talked about, Nathaniel Hackett, former Broncos head coach, and then before that, former Packers OC, going to the Jets as the Jets offensive coordinator after a terrible run with the Broncos. Nobody could deny that. But a lot of people are forgetting he has a... Incredible history as an OC, in right? The with the Jags and of course, and, and then, then the Packers as well. Ben and with Rogers. the I mean, Rogers won two MVPs under right. him, um, and with him. So there has to be something said. The Jets are going all in for Rogers, and it's obvious. I love this move for the Jets. You gotta, you gotta. I love this. You gotta move. love it because even if you don't get, even if it doesn't work out, and you don't get Rogers. It shows a commitment to winning that we haven't seen from the Jets in a very long time. Agreed. And you know, it, it shows that they're. They're finally just doing whatever it takes to turn the the landscape of the franchise around. Yeah. Um, they're they don't want to be bring, a meme anymore. Yeah, they're, they're doing done with a good it. job. And honestly, like, roster. even if they continue to not make the playoffs the next couple of years, I don't think you get rid of Douglas. I don't think you get rid of Saul. I think Saul has done a very good job. Yeah. Um. So I think part of the thing that the Jets have done wrong is there's so much turnover in the staff in the front office. Yeah, keep, I think you have to yeah. keep this in place for a little bit, let it grow. Similarly to what the Lions said. The Lions said, listen, even if we're not going to win the next couple of years, we're going to keep Campbell and his staff intact. Well, of course, uh, and then let it, grow. it was actually a big, like you mentioned, it was a big way um, 
their I forget his name Johnson maybe their OC the Lions OC mm-hmm. he was a heavy heavy head coach mm-hmm. candidate candidate and he decided to stay because mm-hmm. they want to build something in right. Detroit and I respect him for that right. and I think that should be a bigger thing I don't think there should be coordinators that are just continuously moving to be head coaches mm-hmm. when you could go and kind of make a stacked like imagine the Chiefs had D'Amico De, uh, De, uh, Ryan's the 49ers DC right. and then they had um, Bienemy their OC and then Andy Reid. Like that's like a all star to stack team. Like right. they're gonna win like at least two Super well, that, Bowls over a ten year stretch. That was together. part of the thing that made the Pats so dangerous yeah. was that you had McDaniel's running the offense, of course. and then Bill could focus purely on special teams so, and defense. Yeah, and I love it. I, I understand they want to build a legacy for themselves. They want to build their own coaching tree. They want to make the money. Um, but I do think it'll become more commonplace where OCs and DCs stay in those positions yeah. just because they don't want to ruin their career. I mean, right, and also I. I think a lot of coordinators, like, or all coordinators, when you win a Super Bowl as a coordinator, you you feel like you're a part of it. Obviously, like yeah, you have of course. you have, like almost just as much and credit if, for it as like a head coach. But if yeah, like exactly. Belichick, his two rings with the Giants as mm-hmm. DC, he calls his boat eight rings. He doesn't call it six rings. Mm-hmm. He named his boat eight rings. So he. Like, that's proof yeah. that he definitely counts those as championships. Yeah, I'm sure 100%. Josh McDaniels walks around saying, I'm a six-time Super Bowl champion. Like, he counts them. Which, mm-hmm. which they should, though. They, they should, they 100%. Should. Major part of 100%. the team. Um, and we were just talking about it. Let's go to the Patriots. Bill O'Brien, um, former Texans head coach and worst GM of all time. Yes, um, horrible GM. Better head coach than GM, for sure. Yeah, I thought he was a very solid head coach. Yeah, and then goes to Bama, Bama OC. Back to the Patriots, former Patriots OC mm-hmm. back in the day. What do you think? I know we love this move. It, I think he might be a better for Mac for purely Mac Jones. He might be a better fit as a coordinator than Josh McDaniels, purely because he has that Alabama link. Uh, he has the Patriots. I don't think it's a hot take at all. Uh, he has that Alabama link. Yeah. Um, he has the Patriots link already with Tom. Um, I believe oh nine to twenty eleven mm-hmm. and. 2010 and 2011, like, look up Tom's numbers. They Those were two of his yeah. best seasons ever. He was in the MVP. Uh, he won MVP in 2010, I believe. Yeah, and then and he was, like, second yeah. or third the next year. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was a perfect fit for Mac. He's going to be able to create the perfect system for Mac Jones' skill set. And if I think he has a better chance to – I've given up on Janu, but if there's one thing that he can do, mm-hmm. he can probably get Janu more involved in terms of a blocking scheme yeah. and maybe carry the ball a few times. And we agreed game. on this, um, I believe, during the season. We don't need Mac to be in a super complex offense. He's actually been better when he's been in a simplified offense. And I think that Bill O'Brien, not only will he bring a good, proven-to-work, right. simplified type of style, but he'll also bring um, – there, there will be creativity involved, but it's not going to be too complex to where Mac's going to be what's going on, but it's also going to be more than what a guy like Matt Patricia did. Right. You know? So it'll right. give it'll give us a chance to grow as an offense and Mac to grow as a quarterback after a year of being kind of shit on mm-hmm. with a DC as his OC. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? And the other thing I love about this deal is it's going to be very similar. It's going to be what Bill O'Brien had when he was here before. You run the offense. It's your show. Bill runs. Bill the, runs the defense. Runs exactly. the special teams. So I, I that's gonna raise the whole team because Bill's now purely on the defensive side of the ball. Um, defense is gonna be nasty next year. I think we're gonna add a few Ready? pieces in the offseason. Got too. like we've got like fifty million in cap. You spend that. You get some defensive players. Yeah. Uh, maybe an old spend the whole draft on the O line. Exactly. Spend the whole draft on the O line and go get us 
a wide receiver one. Go trade for D Hop, please. Huh? You guys want D Hop then? I want yeah. D Hop back. Oh yeah, need D Hop. I have a question for you. Yeah. So now that you have Bill O'Brien. Do you really think DeAndre Hopkins is going to want to go back with They the have guy? no beef. That's the other thing. They have no beef. Yeah. That confirmed? I, I yeah. think I think they both could mutually sit in a room and laugh about it like, dude, I don't like, know. Like I can't I believe thinking. I traded yeah. you. Like, like, I traded you for a bag of chips. That's my bad, <laughs> Like bro. my my bad, man. I don't know what I was thinking, but like let's go win a Super Bowl. And the other thing, I love <laughs> Mac, right? But I cannot you can't you can't fully excuse his behavior on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was acting like a baby yeah. for a lot of the yes. season. Yeah. And if there's anyone that won't put up with that, it's Bill O'Brien. Yeah. You, you saw it on the sideline with the Tom. Brady clip. You know that he's a no BS kind of guy. Um, and Mac does like that kind of coaching. Mm-hmm. He got that coaching from Saban. Saban he's gotten Mac. that coaching from Belichick. Yes. So I think this is a perfect fit for Mac Jones. If Mac doesn't work out this year, then you can say he's not a good quarterback. But I don't see it not going well. I see the Pats being a playoff team this year. So you guys are off uh, off Zappy. <laughs> I, don't I was never on Zappy. Um, <laughs> All right. I hope uh, Zappy gets cut in, in training camp. <laughs> no, nah, I remember some people would just be like, we'll just be talking like, oh, like, do you think Zappy's the guy? And I'm like, <laughs> like bro, like, let's relax here. <laughs> Come on. They were way couple, too many people. He had a couple minutes, saying, though, when he played well. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, no, he was but electric people, every People wanted while, him yeah. to be, like, the Brady, the yeah, Blake, like, so, so like, bad. Let's, let's, <laughs> so let's settle bad. down. Um, But, yeah, that's the episode. That's episode 23 here. NFL Conference Week. We are ready to go. Uh, two great games Sunday like I said come to Dickerman's Ale House in Hamden, Connecticut watch our live show we'll be there for the later game uh, probably around 6 6.30 um, buy our merch we're going to have a giveaway coming soon uh, make sure to check that out and uh, with that said thanks for listening why don't you See thank, your, uh, thank your guests for coming thank you Mr. Bucci yeah, thank you guys thank you for today. being here yeah. Jason Anytime. go away I'll be back for a third time no, he's, no not. He will he's, not. Not. he's not he's not no he will not Good? Yeah.